All power and glory go to God. All greatness is from God. When a hero stumbles, well, the cowards rejoice. Nothing feels better to a coward than to watch a brave guy fall. Got a story that's behind his tricks And every GM got a story that's behind his picks And when you listen, pay attention to the details You can hear the ocean when you listen to the seashells A newborn taught me wisdom that college couldn't And college taught me how to talk more because I wouldn't Words are sharper, they can reshape your disposition Give out love and don't worry about your acquisitions too worried about the conflict that you pension, but your team is too much for you to carry in your own division. Palms is itching, about to run into some money next. Lord made me slow it down, cause I was surely missing steps. You will step into my goals. Man, New Ginobili, can't nobody hold me. I need change like a gentrified neighborhood, but money ain't the only thing that can keep me straight for good. Bread alone is only good for the physical. Better make sure your soul's attached to your backbone. Verses for your vertebrae, chapters for your shoulder blades, books for my mental state, and letters on my dinner plate. You consume by what you consume, and the fumes from social media can mess up your cool. Clickbait on the internet can ruin your food. But depression ain't hashtag mood. I wanna see the moon when I stare up at the constellations to connect the dots. Vision's very clear, make moves, connect the plots. And return all the earnings to my family. Prayers for my health and for my sanity. Yo, 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 we back again on KRSM 98.9 every Monday morning from 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. We got another beautiful morning here in Minneapolis. How you doing, Sarah Linus? We got Sarah Linus in the house. Great, man. Great, great, great. I'm doing great. How you doing, man? Doing doing amazing. You got you got your uh you got your your morning your morning Joe. Uh I, I ain't got my morning Joe. I got a little apple a little apple cider, you know what I'm saying? Got a little uh, apple cider, yeah. yeah but I, I, I ain't do the whole recipe though. I just bought like a gallon. You know what I'm saying? <clears> I, I, I ain't. Uh, and you know what it is? Is like when you do the whole recipe, it take a little bit of the, like the um. There's like a certain kick when you when it's just when it just come out the um when it just come out the uh, the gallon. You know what I'm saying? But when you do the recipe, when you boil it, you know what I'm saying? You uh put some you know what I'm saying some oranges, some uh, apples in there, some cinnamon sticks. It, it it put the uh, it put the vibe back into it. Ain't no vibe to it when it comes out of the gallon. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it is shoot, man. Yeah, I, I feel like. Do you feel like? Do you feel like apple cider season over? Nah, uh, uh-uh. uh. No, 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 no. It got, it got, it got, it got, it got two more weeks. It got oh, two okay. more I'm weeks. Say, yeah, okay. I was. I, I got some. I got some. Uh, 
I had some uh, uh, apple cider yesterday, and I and I'm like, it, I ain't heavy yesterday. I was looking in the, in the refrigerator, and I'm sitting thinking, I'm like, I was about to grab it. I'm like, man, I like for some. I don't know why I feel like the season over for some reason. No, but because because there's there's a uh, there's what we call there's what we call a vibe layover. Is there's a vibe layover going on? See, you you go you go from apple cider, and then it starts to get into uh to get into like. Pumpkin, everything, pumpkin spice, pumpkin lattes, pumpkin whatever, you know what I'm saying? And then that run, that runs a little bit, and then right uh, that runs through November. Then when you get right to December, you know what I'm saying? The eggnog start kicking in, you know what I'm saying? So, you know what I mean? So it, it's it's a it's, it's um it's a little layover, but I think apple cider got at least a couple more weeks on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Speaking of uh, eggnog, I picked up. Uh... I went to the store the other day. You you, you know it's, it's different. It's different when I go to the store. You know I get candies and Yo, you, get, you know I get you know I get <laughs> you, get you know I get snacks. Chips. I got hey bro. I got some uh, 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 Oreo cookie like the it's like the soft the soft cookies. They got the you know they, they real soft. Yeah, you know, it's like a mm-hmm. cake. Mm-hmm. A cake top, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got that joint. Then I got that. Uh, did you get the, the did you get like the red velvet kind or no? You got the regular. Okay. No, no, no. I got I, I got the regular joints. Then I got the uh, what's that? What's that? Um, that uh, that uh, 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 the chips of granddad. The chips of granddad used to have back in the day. The um, oh yeah, the, 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 the old seafood, the old bay seafood. <laughs> chip. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the white bag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the white bag joint. Yeah, I got, I got that joint. And then I got some uh, uh 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 cherry. I got some cherry juice, like natural, straight up cherry juice. Yo, yo, see, when, see, when I see stuff like that, any any anytime it's like like is a bunch of like small fruit. You got to have a whole bunch of them to make. Because anybody know if you make juice, if you like a juice, see, we got a juicer here, so I know how much of a fruit it takes to, to actually. <laughs> I know how much it, <laughs> I know how much of a fruit how much of a fruit it takes to actually make juice. So when you tell me cherry juice, bro, number one, it gotta be expensive, and number two, that junk got that junk gotta be like that junk gotta be so concentrate. That junk gotta be du- a direct hit when you drink it, bro. Man, <laughs> yo, yo, <laughs> hey man, let me tell you something, man. I never in my life tasted something more tart than this joint, bro. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, like, like never. It, it's like, it's like, it's, it's like they don't add no water to it. Yeah. That joint is straight. Like you, you stomp on them joints and you like, you know what I mean? You squeeze it in there and and that's what you got. Yeah. Like yeah. that that joint is the tartest joint ever. But yeah, it was about ten dollars. It was about uh, nine ten dollars. But then but then they got some other joints that was in there. That was it, it was in the small. I don't know why it's. Cause what I got is is small, but yeah. it's something that's smaller. That was cherry juice, and it was twenty five dollars. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Okay. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. I, that's a that's a direct hit. That's a direct. Yeah, yeah. Hit. Do, 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 no, the one I got, the, the one I got is a direct hit too. Oh, okay. The one okay. I got, is, yeah, 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 nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. It ain't no shame in that joint, bro. Yeah, yeah. Man. You taste that, you out of there. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm gonna let everybody know what, uh, uh, how to follow us. If you like to follow us, uh, the morning show. Let's argue with Prince Carlton on Instagram is at the morning show. Let's argue on Twitter is at Let's Argue Show, and on fan base is at Let's Argue Show. Uh, if you want to follow Prince Carlton, uh, it's Instagram at underscore Prince Carlton underscore. 
On Twitter, it's at underscore Prince Carlton underscore. And on fan base, it's at Prince Carlton. And if you want to follow said Linus on Instagram, Twitter, and fan base, it's all at said Linus, C-E-D-L-I-N-U-S. Uh, you can also follow us on YouTube at The Morning Show, Let's Argue. So, there we go. All right, man. So, so, so we got a special guest today. We got a special... We got a special guest. Very we got, we special. A, we, we got a very special guest today. Go go ahead and, and, and tell them who we got. We listen. Y'all have to. Y'all have to. Uh, 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 stay tuned. Y'all got to stay tuned. This is good. This is. Uh, we got an amazing interview coming up. Uh, go ahead and talk. So so on the show today we have Cicely Davis, and um. Or Cece Davis, uh, which she goes by. She, she's running for Senate against Ilhan Omar and District 5. And, um, you know, uh, that's going to be coming up later in the show. And uh, uh, um, it's going to be a very great, very insightful interview. We just providing y'all with options. You know what I'm saying? For too long, we've thought we just had one option. You know what I'm saying? It definitely not community. Right. But you don't have one option. You can... Uh, you know, we should... Just like the brother said at, uh, at the uh, town hall meeting in Minneapolis. The black community should walk down the middle and we should listen to whatever's going on on both sides. And then we should, we should decide which ones lines up with our values as a community. So I'm just, we just, so, you know what I'm saying? That's what we're doing. Uh, so yeah, Cicely Davis is coming up. Yeah. So, so we need, let's, let's give a, um, let's get, let's give a backstory on this. So we was at, uh, 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 um, uh, we was invited to uh, uh, see Dr. Scott Jensen, and uh, you know when he was in Minneapolis, we was invited there um, uh, to come see him. It was a very nice, very nice event, very insightful. Uh, a lot of people in Minneapolis uh, voiced their concerns. You know, um, <clears throat> me and Cedric go walk in there, and the vibe is real good. You know, everybody, everybody in there uh, 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 asking questions. Um, that Scott Jensen listened to to the to the to uh, 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 the issue that a lot of people have. Um, so a- after everything after everything went on, um, oh, I, no, 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 I think I said something. I think I, I said something towards the end. Yeah, and Cece looked. Cece looked at me like kind of like, yo, we got to talk. You know what I mean? Like, like, like we got to talk. You know what I mean? So I was like, okay, you know, what I mean? kind of like gesturing, like, yeah, okay, you know, what I mean, like, like, yeah, we, we, like, let's talk, you know. And um, so after everything was over, you know, we we talked to a lot of people, you know, we talked to Matt Burke, we talked to Dr. Scott Jensen, we talked to, you know, a, a lot of the people. And then I see, uh, we we actually talk, we're actually talking to somebody, and I see CC Davis in the background, kind of waiting to talk to us and stuff like that, you know. Then she um. Then she, uh, I think she came over to you first because yeah. I was still talking to somebody else. You know what I mean? <clears throat> and, 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 and yeah, she was just telling us that uh, she been wanting to, you know, just just uh, 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 when we came in, she said she was so happy. She was like, "Thank you, thank you." You know, you know that that we came in because she was trying to get in contact with us for a long time. Uh, she wanted to be on our show for a long time, and and, and we've been. It's so crazy because. We've been trying to get in touch with her, also. You know what I mean. Absolutely. So everything worked out. We we talked. We, we we talked to her. We uh, you know, exchanged phone numbers. Uh, we we 
um, yeah, we, we we talked for a little minute, and, and uh, she's a very uh, great person, uh, cool person, and um, yeah, we got an amazing interview coming up next. Um, so it's, let's let's get back. I mean, Kanye is still killing the airwaves. It's hottest topic. So 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 the, so let, let's let's talk about what happened from uh, from last week. So uh, he was on Drink Champs, right? Okay, so he was on Drink Champs, and he had an episode, and he had um said uh uh he, that what they say that he had some more anti-Semitic um um comments, and then they they, they did like what he said about George Floyd uh um about George Floyd uh. Uh, what, 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 what he said was he said that George Floyd had an overdose, and he said they he said they see it's certain certain ways he terms stuff that right. that like make me want to be like like what you mean by that you know what I'm saying like like so he said they hit him with he said they hit him with the fentanyl that's what he said they hit him with the fentanyl right so, yeah so who is they <clears throat> who is they that hit him with the fentanyl you know what I'm saying that's a question yeah. I want to ask but anyway. He uh uh he said that he believed that George Floyd died of an overdose and that uh Derek Chauvinie wasn't really on George Floyd that hard enough to kill him. And um and so uh um Nori from Drink Champs uh went the next day. I mean pretty much after glor- after being so happy about the the views and glorifying the views, the next day he kind of just flipped his whole demeanor and apologized for uh, interviewing Kanye West and saying that he regret the interview because he did try to check him later on in the interview, but it, early in the interview he didn't really check him. He just let him go, and he kind of, you know, what I'm saying a lot of comments kind of just flew without being checked. Um. So, uh, Drink Champs took the uh, not only took the video down, but they took the um, they took the podcast version down as well. Um. Uh, yeah, so Nori then goes and apologizes on Hot 97, many different um, um, uh, different radio stations. And one thing I realized, too, with the apologizing is that uh, DJ EFN never apologized. Did you did you think about that? Um, No, I didn't. Yeah, DJ EFN. I, I looked on <clears throat> DJ EFN's Twitter and everything, and like, he never issued an apology. It was just Nori. So I wonder mm. if they had an argument about that. Like, yo, no, nah, we ain't apologizing. We gave him the platform. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Th- 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 those are his thoughts. You know what I'm saying? But no re-apologize. Um, and then that's a, that's another thing when you talk about is black men apologizing. You know what I'm saying? And then and then uh, um, there's been several times. That's what we're going to talk about in the next yeah. joint. All right, go ahead. Yeah, but then, uh, <clears throat> you know, uh, Balenciaga has cut ties with... Uh, with Kanye West, um, um, what else? Uh, he went on Pierce Morgan. He went on Pierce Morgan, yep. and, and, and I think he offered apology about how he communicates or something like that. I don't, I don't know the yeah. exact phrase, but he did offer some sort of apology. But you know, we need to bre- we need to really break down. Um, you know, what I'm saying really what 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 he said yeah. and stuff. So. <clears throat> Yeah, so black men apologize. <laughs> go ahead. We, we got a few, you, you, got a few you, more minutes you, in this block, and then we go. You ahead. right? Uh, uh, you ride with Kanye. You ride with Kanye. Yeah, yeah, but but I'm I'm riding with Kanye based on I'm based on me riding riding, uh, riding with free speech. Okay, 
Um, we, we need to play some Kanye this episode. <laughs> you know what I mean? We should have a whole full day of playing Kanye West straight up. You know what I mean? Uh, Kara Sim, 98.9. Yo, 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 we back again on KSM 98.9 every Monday morning from 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. Remember, we got an amazing guest coming up, uh, coming up soon. Uh, 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 CC Davis, she's running against uh, Ilhan Omar. Uh, it, it's something you guys don't want to miss. So we, we talking about we, we talking about Kanye West. Look, man, I know a lot of people mad at Kanye West. I'm riding with Kanye West. You know, I, I don't agree with what he said with George Floyd. Right. Um, uh, I, I don't agree with him. Outside of that, outside of that, I'm right. I'm I'm rocking. I'm rocking with Kanye West. You know what I mean? And, and and see, that's the thing that people get wrong. That's the thing that people get wrong. They feel like yo, you have to rock with it a hundred percent. Of what everybody says, right? You feel what I'm saying? But then right. when it did, but then when they go to vote for Joe Biden, when they go and vote for Joe Joe Byron, when they go vote for Joe Byron, they uh, they always come talking about some. Yeah, I, you know, I don't agree with everything he does, but he he did lesser of the evils. You know what I mean? They got all they, <laughs> they got all that. But then it's like what one see, <clears throat> like I said, we we was in a fan base chat room, and. I was telling people in there. I said, "Yo, hold on, hold on, hold on." Did, like, did, did, hold on. Did, shout out the fan base. I'm, I'm, I'm just, fan base is a social media app, whatever. But just shout out the fan base because in the audio rooms, it's been Kanye West heavy all all week. And I've been in, I've been in a bunch of these rooms, man. But but shout out, and it's a great app. A bunch of it's, it's a, a, a lot of different people on the app, but it, but primarily right now is a bunch of black people talking about a lot of black issues. So. Shout out the fan base, but go ahead. Yeah, we, we, uh, we're investors in the app too. Uh, yeah. So anyway, um, <clears throat> like so, um, was the, oh, oh yeah, just like I was saying in in the fan base audio room. I'm sitting here. Uh, I'm like, I'm telling people because everybody's talking bad about Kanye, you know, and they they picking out they picking out these different parts and they picking and choosing and all that stuff. This girl called him anti-black. And I'm like, listen, how could you say Kanye West is and listen, what he said about George Floyd, you can be upset about. His White Lives Matter shirt, I mean, if you don't get what he's trying to do, you can be upset about it if you want to. Um, but when he's talking about black babies being aborted, we talking about like he want black babies to live. How was that anti-black? See, but they they like they like to switch that jump. Oh well, yeah. See, no, nah, that has nothing to do with a uh, 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 black. They got something to do with women's rights. See, they like to switch stuff up. You know what I mean? They switch stuff on, on however they feel. You know what I mean? And all that stuff. He want more black babies to be born. You feel what I'm saying? So I don't see how you could call him anti-black. He said. He said that the black people is the true Jews, the, the blood of Jesus or something like that. You know what I mean? You don't say that if you're anti-black. You feel me? And he and he gave $2 million to George Floyd's daughter. 
You know what I mean? For a college fund. You know, and <clears throat> I mean, pay for a college. And was that anti-black? See, it's okay for you to say, you know what? Um, I don't agree with him here. I do here. I don't agree with him here. I do here. See, but just because he's cool with Trump, he does something. You remember you remember when he met with Donald Trump? You know, you remember his music won't good no more all of a sudden. No, of course. So as soon as he met with Donald Trump, as soon as he met with Donald Trump, all of a sudden, uh, he, uh, you know, I ain't never liked you no know, Kanye. Uh, uh, you know, Kanye music trash, man. All his stuff trash. Like, bro, you you was you picked his, his his music out first. You was the one bumping it the whole summer. How all of a sudden his music ain't good no more? You know what I mean? That's what people do. That's what people do. You know what I mean? So, um. We gotta get out of we gotta get out of this. Like if you're more upset about his White Lives Matter shirt than you are about uh uh uh, uh, uh the the it was more um black babies uh aborted in New York than born in New York. If you're more upset about his white lives matter shirt than that, you you gotta you you the issue. You the issue, you a problem. And I, I as a matter of fact, no but as a matter of fact <clears throat> But people don't right. even want to. People don't even want to bring up like the actual, like issues that he's bringing up. You know what I'm no, saying? They they they, they want to talk about all the a- ancillary issues that really don't matter that much. You know what I'm saying? Like like right. they want to focus on the Black Lives Matter shirt, but not like when he says, "Oh, I I, I want to build buildings right across the street from Planned Parenthood where where, where women can go and get help to." bring in like a baby uh baby to this world and they can have help you know what i'm saying like nobody talks yeah. about that aspect um um yeah yeah but, yeah, but, yeah, he's, yeah but 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 <laughs> we but at the same time uh at the same time is like is like what what is free see what is free speech you see what i'm saying now 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 now, now if, if, if we supposed to have free speech right in America, we supposed to have free speech. Okay, right. so w- what does that actually mean? Is free speech just just like oh, the government can't like lock you up or the government can't like kill you because you say something? Is that what it means? Because because if your whole life can be upended by an opinion you have, then that's not free speech. What is it even doing? I don't think a bank should say. Hey, we're gonna sever tie. We, we 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 want you to move all the, all of your money out out of our bank because we disagree with an opinion you have. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't think I don't think if you get, if you do having a business deal with Balenciaga or whatever, they can say okay, we cut ties with you because an opinion you have. You know what I'm saying? Like 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 I think that I, I think there needs to be like <clears throat> there needs to be a certain bar that your words have to go over. In order, in order for it to be a, a a reason for people to cut ties with you, you know what I'm saying. Right. It can't just be just all, all just an opinion. You know what I'm saying. Right. Uh, uh, um, uh, because we all have opinions. You know what I'm saying. So at the end of the day, yeah. we all can just get alleviated from something we doing just based on our opinion. You know what I'm saying. I I, I feel I feel like if you call it harm to people, you know what I'm saying. If you call it harm to people, then then I could, what. 
Go ahead. Uh, I didn't say nothing. Go ahead. Oh, okay. I thought you was. I just said if you if you're if you're calling for like 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 people to be harmed, then I can understand. Okay, a a, a business or a partnership or something like that being able to say, okay, we don't want to do business with you here. But they need to start to they need to start to be like a certain bar that you have to reach in order for an actual company or somebody you are in business with or in contract with to be able to say, okay, we want to dissolve this contract. Because of something you said, you know what I'm saying, right? I I, I agree with that. You know, I, I agree with that. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, I, I'm I'm happy about. I'm actually happy about him. I'm actually happy about people breaking ties with him. Because Me all too. that means he's gonna be. All that means he's about to be. And that, this is the actual point that he's making. He's making that people are controlling. People are controlling the media and people are controlling the narrative and they can shut you down whenever they want to if you say some stuff. That's what he's saying. Mm-hmm. You know, and all and I love the, the fact that all these people are severing ties with him because all that means is that what he's going to do now is build all this stuff on his own. And, and, and here's, here's the thing. Not even just on Kanye West. Bro, we I'm listening to... Man, I have to sing you, I have to sing you Lord Jamar's... Uh, 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 take on it because uh, on on YouTube it, it, it's probably the best twenty minutes like take on the whole Kanye West Nori drink champs thing. Uh, big shout out to Lord Jamal. We we I try to get him on the show in the meantime, but we, we we're still working trying to get him. Yeah, uh, um, yeah, I will get him. Uh, but he was saying like, yo, people are being revealed. He's like, we know who you are. He's like, like we know who you are. We 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 know who the people are who. Who who stand on their they morals, and we know who the people are who like um, yeah man, I, I, yeah man, I went on here and got that shot, yeah 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 man, I know I know man, I, I went on here and got I, I went on here and got that shot, you know I I want to go I want to be able yeah. to go see my uh, I want to be able to go see my grandkids or my grandmother or whatever. So yep. man, we know yep. who those people are too. Yeah, you know, cause we are, we all we all got surprised by somebody. It was like, hold on, bro. I know, I know <laughs> yeah, you ain't like, rushed oh, out there. You, you got it. Like, dang, <laughs> you, you shot three people last week. We know you. I know you ain't rushed to go get no daggone facts. But. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so he was. So he was like, we all. We so like, we, like this time right now, we're all seeing where everybody stands at and what people see. The thing is, if you worship money. If somebody tell you apologize or we gonna pull or we gonna pull your show, you gonna apologize. It's it's not yep. it's a no brainer. You know what I'm saying? Yep. But if you don't worship money and somebody tell you to apologize, you're gonna be like, yo, on what grounds? You know what I'm saying? You're gonna stay in your ground. So this so this is a moral fight at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? Which right. I which 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 I would say, it doesn't mean that you have to agree with everything Kanye West said. And I have to keep reiterating that. It's, it's not about what he's saying. It's about him having a right to say some things and still be able to move around and keep his livelihood. Yo, man. But we're the only up, community. Man. we the only com- we the only... See, when Barack Obama ran, what? He had to denounce uh, Louis Farrakhan and, and, uh, and Jeremiah Wright. You know right, what I'm yeah. saying? Uh, 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 um... When Asian hate was going around, well, Asian hate was going around. Uh, black people had to denounce black people going, uh, black people who was supposedly doing physical harm to to Asians. You know what I'm saying? Right. When Me Too was going around, men had to denounce other men who who may have 
uh, harm women in some sort of way, right? You know what I'm Man. saying? So, why does it stop there? You know what I'm saying? Yep, yep. We need to yep. be denounced. Somebody need to be denouncing what's going on in the entertainment industry and in the in the rap industry. Exactly, but yo, okay. Let, let me let me let me let me jump around real quick because I, I know we ain't got that long. So let, let me let me jump around. Um. Anyway, he's building a ecosystem. So he filed all the tra- he filed all the trademarks. You know what I mean, and all that stuff for for a ecosystem. That, and, and and he's gonna have uh uh like many communities. You know what I mean, many communities. Uh, uh, just all across the whole nation, you know what I mean? And, and see, that's what I'm talking about. As black men, we got to be self sufficient. We 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 have to be self sufficient. You feel what I'm saying? You 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 always want to be able to say what you got to say. Period. That's the way it is. You know what I mean? Sometimes, look, look, okay. Look, so the ecosystem, as, as you would call it, will be a self sufficient enterprise. Uh, with his homes and stores that sell branded food and drinks, um, uh, uh, the, unnamed, the unnamed source claims West eventually plans to uh, plans a nationwide establishment of these type of mini communities. You know what I mean? And uh, 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 <clears throat> it said he's trying to do blank that people couldn't even conceive. He's trying to make it happen. He's coming from a good place. Uh, 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 definitely his goal that everything that people touch that has that has a, a good thing has a good impact of the world. Uh, Kanye West, man, it's like in this article, they compare him to Steve Jobs and Bezos. You know what I mean? Like the ideas, you know, and Elon Musk, like the, the ideas that they have. You know what I mean? And see, and, and, and that's where we need to be, you know what I mean? That's what we need to be. We need to be out here making stuff happen. Not asking, not asking for nothing. Go make it happen, period. Not apologizing. Go make it happen, period. I love what Kanye West is doing. Uh, we need to go on a, a, no, a, 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 a no black man apology tour. You say what you mean, you stand on it. That's what it is, period. You know what I mean? Because everybody, everybody, every single last person in the world can Liz, Lizzo and and, and uh, 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 Nicki Minaj, Cardi B, uh, uh, all of these, all of these, uh, 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 Meg The Stallion, uh, uh, Dagon, anybody can go up there and say whatever they want to say on anything. As soon as they get any type of backlash. As soon as they get any type of backlash, the world comes take up for them. You feel what I'm saying? As soon as one, as soon as a black dude say something, we get backlash against us, and we got to get to the point where we are, they want us to apologize. We not apologize no more. We got to stop apologizing. Stand on what you say. Period. You know what I mean? You like like everybody. You don't have to agree. You don't have to a hundred percent agree with people you know what i mean like, like and it's so crazy because people always feel that you got 100 agree with somebody 
or you're anti. So if I don't 100% agree with black people on every single subject, then I'm anti-black. If I don't 100% agree with gay people on everything, I'm homophobic. If I don't 100% agree with every single last thing uh, the trans community do, then I'm transphobic. You know what I mean? Yeah, or if I don't, like, people are ridiculous. See, see, that's when people, see, they the yes people of the world. They the yes people of the world. Like, see, my, my thing is with Kanye West, man, it's like everybody is bad at him for saying what he said. But we do this to white people all the time. If you just take Jewish people, if you take Jewish people and you just say, if you if you take that and you say white people, we could talk about white folks all day long. Yeah, it wouldn't have been a thing. It wouldn't have been a thing. You feel what I'm saying? We could we could have talked. He could have talked about white people all day long. It wouldn't have been none of his episodes would have got pulled. Nothing, nothing would have happened to him. You know what I mean? Nothing. So you so it is it, people gotta people gotta start thinking, man. People gotta start thinking, people gotta start understanding, uh uh uh, uh and, and really take a look at what's going on. He called out George Soros, he talked about or uh, uh eating organic food, he talked about how the, the elites is trying to kill us also with food. But like, like I say, this is this is the time. This is the time to where for, for where you have to you have to you have to determine where you want to stand at. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. You have to de- yep. t- determine where you want to stand at. You know what I'm saying? And, and 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 like I say, I'm standing on the side with Kanye West. You know what I'm saying? I don't agree with everything he said, but he has the right to say what he's the things that he said without getting things taken away from him. And I believe that. Um, I'm glad that things get taken away from him because now he's going to build an uh, infrastructure where to where it can't be taken away from him. You know what I'm saying? And we need to start. Fo- we, and we need to start, bro. All of these, also these apps that, that that's taking our stuff down. We need to stop messing with them too. We the ones yeah. with the we the ones with the drip. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Why we yep. still why we still signing record deals? We the ones with the drip. Let's make our own movies. We the ones with the drip. Let, 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 let's make our own sports leagues. We the ones with the drip. Ain't that what they call it now nowadays? We got the, we we they call it drip, right? Yeah, yeah. My son, my son, yeah, he told me the other day I look I look drip I look drippy. Then he told me I look drippy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I said, I, I said, oh, that's the word y'all using. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We have to understand that we the ones with the drip. We keep signing over our drip and taking a less cut. Stop signing right. over your drip. Yep. That's it. Yep. Yeah, man. And 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 like it, it, it has to, it has to come to a point where it has to come to a point where black men we got to stop apologizing stand on your stand on your 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 morals stand on everything don't back down from nobody um and and, and we got we got an amazing interview coming up uh shortly 
Um, yeah, KRSM, 98.9. Everything I spit is celebratory We all got our lane, this is my story We all got our chains, this is his glory They never do for how one breaks free And the price to accept it won't cost you a fee But know the sacrifice won't cheap So peep game from a name who once had to live so deep Below sea level where the bottom feet is creep With my head above water now I can breathe in When it comes to the faith I'm still teasing so eager to learn, calories for this word, I'm so eager to burn And most times butter ain't easy to churn And most times pages ain't easy to turn But these chapters ain't talking about practice When I retire, hang my jersey in the rafters Life ain't easy, these years, these months ain't easy Life ain't easy, these weeks, these days ain't easy Life ain't easy these hours, these minutes ain't easy, seconds ain't easy, life ain't easy, life ain't easy, no life ain't easy, come on, come sell away the captain about to steer the ship, but it's the story of an artist and his penmanship, writing stories so Christ can be a clear image, but my peers won't be afraid to peek within it, I feel like times I'm timid, that's what the devil loves, and other moments I approach it with a bear hug, let my light shine if it is, they turn to it, hope a line missing spark help you burn through it, gratitude that I have just so waking up, pray without ceasing, don't know if I say enough. Sun rising above the blue Atlantic, they all searching for me, hearts in the panic. Don't worry, so safe in my father's house. That's the type of happiness that never bottoms out. The type of happiness that never bottoms out. My background sing, my background sing for the life ain't easy. These years, these months ain't easy. Life ain't easy. These weeks, these days ain't easy. Life ain't easy, these hours, these minutes ain't easy, seconds ain't easy, life ain't easy, life ain't easy, no life ain't easy, come on, life ain't easy, these years, these months ain't easy, life ain't easy, these weeks, these days ain't easy, life ain't easy. These hours, these minutes ain't easy, seconds ain't easy, life ain't easy, life ain't easy, no life ain't easy, come on. All right, we're back again on KRSM 98.9 every Monday morning from 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. We got a very special guest in the house. The first thing that we like to do with all of our guests is we like to have them uh, explain uh, who they are to our audience in their own words. Well, 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 hello, everyone. Hello, Prince and Zed. Zed yes, and hello. Prince. Yes, yes. <laughs> Finally, right? Finally. Yeah, finally, finally. This is a great yeah. way to start the day. I'm telling you, <laughs> top of the morning to you. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I'm Cicely Davis. I am U.S. Congr congressional candidate running here in Minnesota 5, the 5th Congressional District. And um, now is the time, more so than ever, for Congressional District 5, particularly with a narrow-scoped eye on Minneapolis, to make a decision on if they're going to vote party or if they're going to vote people, party or people. And so this is a unprecedented election in that um, it's an opportunity for both Republicans and Democrats to decide how our district, Minnesota 5, will be defined. If we're really, truly interested in change, if we're really, truly interested in changing the narrative, or if we're going to decide to live in the past and be defined by um, the summer of 2020. This is the time um, we need new leadership. We need new decision makers. We need people who actually care about everyone in this district. Um, and it's literally a time to come together. So people have a decision to make. Yes, I'm running a race. But this is a race of everyone. This is the race for the people. Everyone in this district has an opportunity to make a decision on how we are defined going forward. Wow, that's amazing. Oh, okay, let, let's let, let's get down to it. Okay, so where was the point where where you was like, I have to run? Well, like, 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 what point was that? Like, what happened? So um, in 2020, I was very, very grassroots supporter, supporting local candidates. Um, I'm also the, I was the state director for Blexit, um, which is, of course, Candace Owens' um, 501c3 um, organization. And so once we got through that election cycle, I recognized that this district um, was very much sick in that um, it's very divided. And people were really operating in a monolith um, and not as individuals. And so when I recognized that this race was simply one because of everything that was going on, um, gaslighting issues, I thought, OK, so if the district wants to play from a um, identity politics um, perspective, then let me throw myself in the race. If it's about a woman, okay, I'm a woman. If it's about color, okay, I'm a woman of color. Let's right. see how the people will vote. And if they're really willing to step outside of their political um, leaning to actually vote the issues. And so that's the challenge for the people in this district right now. Um, if they're willing to actually look at the issues and not vote party, but vote issues. Um, and so that's, that's the interest. I recognize, you know, how can I combat that um, perspective of identity politics to get people to really truly vote their values um, and not along partisan lines. Wow, that's amazing. Okay, you, you, so you stated that you work with uh, Candace Owens with Blexit. Uh, um, how did that come about? And, and what, what was the goal with that? Yeah, so, um, of course, you know, paid attention. You know, I'm a, hey, I'm a conservative Republican Party. So paid attention, of course, a lot to Thomas Sowell and Larry Elder, um, what Candace was doing at that time, um, and just looked up to see if Blexit was active here in Minnesota. Um, and reached out to le that leadership um, and became a member and then very quickly moved into leadership and then very quickly be, um, moved into um, the top position um, because of turnover wow. and the election cycle at that time. And so I just jumped at the chance and had an absolutely wonderful time doing it. Um, and it, you know, I gained a lot of knowledge on how to, um, you know, what it means to really operate outside of a partisan um 
partisan lines and reconnect with my values and make sure that every single person, when they go into that voting booth, that they're voting their values, that they really truly are educated on the issues and that they see themselves as an individual and not mm. a part of a part- partisan monolith. Right. So, so what can I ask you? So, so what does uh, what do people say when you say, yeah, I, I, I was working with Candace Owens, you know, because I know a lot of people like mm-hmm. because we 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 we're, we're conservatives, too. And right. we know just being, a, just being a black conservative is, you know, what I mean, it just if you share something that Trump said or if you share something that Candace Owens said, you know, you get a lot of you get a lot of flack or hate for that. So so right. what was it like? Would you tell people that, like, I, I work with Candace Owens? So at the time, um, we were getting very visceral reactions because, as you know, in 2020, um, politics was just very, very tumultuous and tentious at that time. Um, but I like to, you know, really remind people that the um, Candace Owens as an individual is a Republican, um, but her her organization was about thinking freely, right? right. Operating as an individual. What can you do um, to have impact in your community to cause everyone to think freely, right? We want yeah. people educated in the, when you go to vote, we want you to go in willingly and knowingly. Mm-hmm. Know the mm-hmm. issues, research data, look things up, you know, check to facts and make sure that when you go to vote, that you're confident that one, you're voting your values, but two, that you are absolutely informed. That's all that Blexit is really all about. It's about when that, that the, um, she has an anthem that says we, the free, and all it means is you are a free thinker. You can operate Mm. outside of your, um, you know, your partisan, um, expectation. And that's really, really important for black people because of our history. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, and Absolutely. It, that's a, that's a great uh, way to say it. Uh, partisan expectations, because right. that's, that's all, all it is, especially for black people. We have a, a partisan expectation, but that, that expectation doesn't align with our values. And, and correct. you know what I'm saying? That that's the messed up part right. about it. So I'm glad that I, I feel like now people are yeah. really coming to the realization of that. And starting to be able to just be like, yo, I'm gonna vote for my values instead of a, a certain party. Yep. You know? Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah. And I, and I, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. My apologies. Oh, no, no. Uh, um, so, what are, what are your concerns or, or major concerns uh, in your district that you are gonna just attack head on day one? Day one will be absolutely crime. Day two yes. will be crime and day three will be crime. <laughs> Week two will be crime. Okay. <laughs> we are we are unfortunately over 70 murders just in Minneapolis. Okay. Mm. And so we don't have we can't afford to one be uninformed, but we can't afford to lose not one more life because all life is precious. And so when you say Black Lives Matter, absolutely. And I will say that, um, but black knowledge is necessary is it matters. And so, yep. you know, I, my challenge is that <clears throat> when we talk about this district and um, unfortunately, the unfortunate leadership that we've had congressionally, we have um, really lowered our standards and we have allowed poor constituent leadership um, to be the voice for our district. And as a result, we are less safe. 
Mothers are not comfortable standing at the bus stop with their kids, let alone, we have people who literally in North Minneapolis are still sleeping in bathtubs because they're worried about stray bullets. I have parents who are saying, where can I go for Halloween? Otherwise I'm gonna cancel it because I'm worried about someone slipping fentanyl in the candy bags, okay? Wow. Um, I don't want my child um, trick-or-treating on Halloween night after it gets dark because I still hear bullets in my neighborhood after dark. And so this is not, Minneapolis is not a safe place to work, to live or to visit. And so that's issue number one, because without safety, we can't have a strong workforce. Without safety, we cannot, um, you know, have people, we can't have a strong education if no one wants to actually attend school <laughs> in our yes. district. So safety is baseline issue number one. We need police officers who are available to answer calls because when you are in a dire um, situation, every second counts. Every mm. other neighborhood, when they dial 911, they have police officers readily available to answer that immediate um, need in seconds or in minutes. We deserve right. that here in Minneapolis as well. So issue number one, I will deal with crime. I'm also gonna hold, um, I'm looking to hold prosecutors and judges accountable. For those who do not prosecute um, and put criminals back on the streets to reoffend and re-terrorize our neighborhoods is unacceptable. And so if judges and prosecutors will not and cannot do their jobs, they will be replaced. Wow, it's so crazy because it seems like that's going on like a, in a lot of uh, liberal areas. And a lot of them are uh, funded by like Soros. <laughs> they call them Soros prosecutors. Like, and, and I don't, I don't understand what the, what the problem, why are they letting these, these, these people back on the street so soon? Or are they not charging them? Like, I, I don't even understand that. Yeah, this is about an elitist party. This is not about um, what's best for the people of this district. You would have to be someone who is very callous um, and tone deaf to not recognize that police officers, that police force is absolutely needed to keep neighborhoods and people safe. Mm -hmm. And so right. I say anyone, anyone who considers themselves a leader who touts defunding the police um, doesn't care about that community. And if you don't mm -hmm. care about my community, then you don't get my vote. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so uh, let, let's hop back. Okay, so I, I read that you you grew up in a democratic home, also, just like just like almost every black person in the, <laughs> in the world, you know, in America at least. <laughs> okay, so what what was the things that you saw growing up before did that 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 made you make the switch? Like, like we call it the leave the democratic plantation. Like, what did you see? Yeah. So what happened was. Um, I spent time at the St. Cloud VA volunteering. And when you spend time with people who were willing to lay down their lives for an entire country of people that they don't know, you have to wonder why they would actually do that. And every single one of them said that this country is exceptional. This country and the notion to self-determine um, and the fact that um, you can live where you choose and work where you choose, um, and they wanted to just preserve and, and, and put their life down for a country that was um, had that kind of concept. And so when I compared what they were saying into what um, Obama had promised, things were not adding up. Um, and so mm. here it is. 
Mm-hmm. What I was hearing, particularly from my friends and family when Obama was in office, and by the way, I voted for Obama, okay? I needed to see someone who looked like me, whose family looked like mine, my aunts and my uncles in the White <laughs> yep. House, right? Yep. I needed that. That was great. And so, but once he got in, what I hear, what I heard from my family members and friends wasn't, all right. We have a black man in office. We got a black woman. Let's go build that business. Let's go start those coalitions. They were they were saying things like, "Obama's in office." You know, let me go. Let me go. Um, I want a bigger check. Obama's in office. I want my Obama phone. Right. And <laughs> yeah. then and then we're hearing all of this um, contentious um, racial. Um, I think that race relations really started to deteriorate. I'm certainly not blaming him for that, but I just think that Obama had an opportunity um, because we are only 13 and a half percent of the population, which means he didn't get in by way of the black vote. Okay, that means a whole lot of people who were not black voted him in. So he had an opportunity in those moments and and that um, in his presidency to really, really unite this country. And in fact, we came away more divided. Um, And so I recognized Mm. that. And then I did not vote for him the second term. And just at that point, recognized that I'm, you know what, I'm conservative and I need to vote those values and then support candidates who share in those values. And and that's what my change was. So. Absolutely. Yeah. It's so crazy because who who do we have one that I told the same story to? Because I, 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 I was telling I voted for I voted for Obama. I voted for Obama twice. But that was the time where I was like, I'm sitting here thinking to myself, what just happened? Like, I, I can't I can't do I, this again. See, like, I can't. I, 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 to be <laughs> honest with you, I hear so I, almost like like we've been doing this show uh, uh, for a long time. It, almost everybody who a black person who says they're not a Democrat, it's always been that second Obama term. <laughs> yes. yes. As yeah, the mark, as the mark of like, it. oh yeah, I'm yeah. not doing this again. I'm out. Yeah, it's so crazy because it's so crazy because I feel like because I was a Democrat all the way up until Obama. It was like Obama, then Trump. Like you know, I, I, I was a Democrat, but I tell everybody, I feel like the Democratic Party. Left me. They right. they, they went super left. It, it's like some of the stuff Agreed. I was like, I was like, yo, I, like I can't get with this stuff right. if I tried. You know, right. like like, right. like I, this this just isn't me. So I can't even I can't vote. I can't vote like that anymore. Yeah, I I, I really do challenge you both and and walk up to someone randomly. You can't have it planned, but walk up to someone. Um, and ask ask someone ask a black person that's been in a monolith they've had to exist it tell ask them to tell you what the democrat platform actually is and they can't tell you (laughs) they can't actually tell you what the platform is they can tell you that i've always voted this way i was told to vote this way um trump is a racist and on and on and on but they can't actually spout to you what the democrat platform is because if they did they would immediately switch immediately yes yes absolutely (laughs) please watch it
let's go land this all in prison. I shook up the world like cashes. You gon' take the dive like listing, listing. Tap dancing and shoes shining. Now you got your whole crew rhyming. Backflips with no backbone, no foundation to stack on. Rap about they black chrome, but can't control they black home. No plan B to fall back on. We pledge a pie, we black gold. We just tryna elevate every time that we delegate. Marched over the God side, the reason why we don't hesitate. Open up those heaven gates, let the negative dissipate. Write these words in my heart, homie, that no man can desecrate. Ain't enough to sit back and be quiet about it. About it. Can't start a fire, sitting back to cry about it. about it. You can join the other side and try to lie about it. Now we about to spark the revolution, start a riot about it. Best, our best friend growing up, my, my homeboy Robbie. I'm, I'm gonna tell him to listen, make sure he listens to this because I'm shouting him out. <laughs> we, 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 we get into these arguments, and, I, and, and during the time that Trump and uh, Trump and Biden was running against each other, and I was telling him, um, uh, so we we knew what Trump's plan was for Black America, it was the Platinum Plan, right? And everybody mm-hmm. uh, knew what this was, and um, and so I and, and and my best friend, he's a he's a Democrat, and I asked him, I said. Do you know what Joe, the name of Joe Biden's plan for Black America? And he said, "Uh, he don't got one, do we? Well, if if you don't think he has one, then why are you voting for him? Like, like, like we gotta do. <laughs> like, like if if somebody has a plan, and then another person doesn't doesn't have a plan, even though he did have a plan. But even if you view it as he didn't have mm-hmm. a plan, then why would you choose that that to be the guy that you vote for? You know what I'm saying? Right. Which leads me to my next question. Um. As a, <laughs> I'm getting better at this. I'm getting better at this. Yeah. Um, as a black Republican, uh, how can you pull black voters away from a party, you know, they've been voting for for years? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I always invite them to read the platform. And then I like to just, you know, this is just conversational, just like you and I. Um, first of all, I like to tell everyone, lay down your um, right to be offended right? Because offense can keep us from actually addressing the issues. 
Right. And then we talk about our value sets. And once we recognize that, especially Black people, our experience isn't 100% because we're individuals, but as a culture, our experience run the same. So you're going to find church in somebody's background, or you're going to find, you know, you know, you're going to find those family. We're going to have all those things in common. And then you're going to line that up with what's going on today. Right. Um, And then when you, when you talk about those issues and you recognize that, you know, that's just not us. um, It it becomes very, very simple. It just becomes really simple. It's not complicated. It doesn't have to be contentious, but it's literally about us laying down our cultural literally just our basic cultural um, uniqueness, we run the same. We literally run the same. The difference yep. is, is understanding. Um, and people, Black people ask me all the time, well, why are you? Well, what do you, when you say you're Republican, what does that mean? I, I always give them a very simple answer. I want the government to have as little to do with my life as possible. Okay. Yep. I can make my own medical decisions my own financial decisions and my own educational decisions. I do not need, nor do I welcome the government to tell me how to or shape how I behave and have say in those important. I am able and capable to self-determine, period. And that's what this country um, was founded upon. And the original Republicans were Black. Frederick Douglass was a Republican. (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely. Booker T. Hey, Washington hey, was a. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you yep, know what I mean? Yep. Yep. So let's just get <laughs> that, back. We're just going back home. That's all it is. We're going back right. home. Right. Exactly. I, I, t- I tell my mom, my mom is a Democrat too. My mom is so much of a Democrat. Me and her can't even talk about politics like, <laughs> at all. Like, like not, not even for two seconds. Mm-hmm. We can't talk about it. Mm-hmm. But I tell her, I said, if I was to write down Everything that the Democrats stand for today and what the Republicans stand for today is no way that you could vote Democrat. It's no way. Okay. It's like not even it's not even possible. No. But, but I can't talk to her, though. So but, yeah. but, no. but, but, but when we speak cultural. Right. Do yeah. you believe that our culture has been hijacked? Because I feel like the, the media, if I sit around and watch CNN and MSNBC all day. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry. The, the way I view things are going to be different than what is really culturally the way I should be viewing it. You see what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. 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 So if you notice, the black community is used for every, um, every, I would say every all cultural turmoil, um, everything that goes on that's a hotbed for issues, they run it through the black community. Right. So Marxism, they come to the black community. Antifa comes through the black community. Socialism, they run it through the black community and they use the exact. It's always on race. And we have got to decide that our history, we will not allow our history um, to motivate us to move a certain direction. We need to acknowledge it. And we certainly want to make sure we don't forget it and we want to teach it. But we can't allow it to be to be turned against us, to move us in a certain direction. Um, And I wish that, and I told that to my mother, I said, you know, mom, if you could just acknowledge that, yes, you were born and you were impacted by Jim Crow. I understand you came up during the civil rights movement. Thank you for teaching me the history. But if your generation would just acknowledge that we have made significant progress, it would do so much for black 
relations in this country, um, for black excellence in this country. And that's, it's, it's a hotbed of emotion and people know that and they use it, um, to forge a certain agenda and they literally run it through the black community every single time. And we have to stop being susceptible to that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just like voting, voting rights. They, they run these, these voting rights, like the Republicans want to just make sure that everybody is is our citizens of the country, but then the Democrats make it seem like black people can't find a way to get an ID for some reason. <laughs> and then, right. And then, it, then, and then this turned into then this turned into like like all every every Democrat black person that I know is like, oh, that's racist. That's racist. It's like right. no, we, no, we're able to get IDs. Like what yeah. black person don't have an ID? <laughs> <laughs> you need an ID. You need an ID to buy. You know, you need to. You need an ID to get that hand off. Yes, yes. You need that ID. I mean, there is there's a bookstore now that requires you to have an ID to sell and buy books. Yeah. Right. And so yeah. all of a sudden, this becomes racist. This is this is crazy. You know, as far as you know, we have issues at the border and I had an, had an interesting conversation. It's like, well, let everyone in. It's like, okay, well, you America says it's a, it's an open place and everyone's welcome. I said, well, here's the thing. You can have a welcome mat sitting on your porch, but that doesn't mean I can just walk up and walk through your door. I still need to knock and or ring the doorbell and have you open the door and let me in. So why does that not, how does that become a racist issue with our country? China doesn't just allow anyone in, right? You can't just get in. You have to actually be invited in, even though it's a welcoming environment. So I think that like, yeah. these things just come down to common sense. And if we could just cool the temperature and get just, we have to just run everything through um, the ringer of common sense. I think it really would bring us all together and, and get us to actually vote, vote alike. I think the monolith, if we are to have one, would actually wind up on the, on the conservative Republican side. I'm sure of it. Absolutely. I think so too. <laughs> um, um, so Minnesota was kind of thrusted in the spotlight, you know, during the uh, uh, the murder of George Floyd, and um, right. so a lot a lot of us are still concerned about policing. How do we bridge that gap uh, with yeah. policing and the black community? Um, yeah, yeah, I guess that's that's the question. <laughs> Absolutely. So we have to acknowledge that laying on someone's neck for nine minutes and twenty nine seconds is just not okay. We were all right. in agreement with that, mm-hmm. black, yeah, white, right. and indifferent. We all agreed on that. I think when it became a politicized racial thing is where we had the divide. So I think when it comes to policing, let's number one, accept that. um, And this was as determined by 75% of the black vote wanting more police, not less. We we saw that in November um, last year, um, election Tuesday for the charter um, amendment. You need police in order to keep every single neighborhood and every business and every individual safe. I think that we need community policing again. Um, what happened to when I grew up, there were local police that were friends with everyone. Like we had Bob yep. who actually was my uncle, but you know, we had Reggie and Bob and Charlie. These were local police who would right. you know, intervene and say, Hey, you know, I know your dad. Don't make me call your mom. Get to school Absolutely. or don't do this or don't do that. Um, I think that we need to get that back. We do. We absolutely need to bring back community policing. I think that police officers, if we can get the number, we need to get the numbers back up so that they can address crime. 
um, in an appropriate and a timely fashion. But I think that then we get them to actually parole on foot. Okay. And meaning that we need police officers. Once we get the numbers up, let me say that again. Um, they need to be walking the streets, not just driving through in cars. We need them approachable. Right. We need them to be personable. We need them to know who's who and what's what. We can stop a whole lot of crime or de-escalate a whole lot of situations before they get escalated. So I do believe in bringing back that community policing. Um, and I also think that um, police officers need to figure out ways that they can join the community. You know, there's opportunities to have police officers have a local basketball contest with the locals in the street. I mean, we right. have so much we can do to humanize both the citizens and police officers so that we know each other. And uh, once you have a built relationship, you're less uh, you're less likely to commit crime. And you're also more apt to report crime when it happens because there's a real sense of community and belonging. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So let, let's talk about education. Um, mm-hmm. What are some reasons why our children are not getting the education properly? Um, uh, I see more things on uh, like CRT, uh, trans teens, and I do actual education. Right. Yeah. So right now it seems to be that the, instead of reading, writing, and arithmetic, we're trying to teach children to become um, activists and socialists, right? Now there's a political agenda that is somehow in some reason slipped into the curriculum um, where teachers are standing in place and standing in the way of parents. Um, and trying to give our children um, a moral code, and that's just not their place. Um, And I never knew how my teachers voted. You know why? Because it didn't belong in the classroom. I needed to know that anything times zero is always zero, right? I needed to understand phonics. I needed to understand science, not how my teacher um, votes and their partisan, their their political leaning. And so I think that when you have a a state like Minnesota who continues to pay more per child and yet our literacy and graduation rates continue to decline, you have to put yourself in the position of a parent and say, okay, if we're continuing to pay more per child and my child is doing worse, and yet I see in the suburbs and other communities and private schools, charter schools, they are graduating and have quality education well, I simply want to take my child out of that failing system and put them in a successful system because I want my child to graduate, have the competency that they need to um, to grow and compete in this complex world. So I think that the Department of Education and these teachers unions um, should absolutely be held accountable. And we need to fund children and not failing institutions. Uh, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. What, what, what can we? What, what can um be done also, um, to have the schools that's in the inner city, uh, uh work, because uh you know a, a lot of times I hear that the um the um the solution is to allow these kids to go to schools in the suburbs, but what about kids staying right in the inner city, but having these schools where they are learning right at grade level and graduating on time. Mm-hmm. So this is where we need to start um, holding. This is why local um, school boards, city and school councils and things like that are really important because we need parents to have a seat at the table when it comes to their child's curriculum. I think we also need to reconnect the parent and the teacher um, relationship because I don't believe that parents really truly understand what's going on. And even if they do, they need some say. Um right. 
I think we need to hold school boards and superintendents um, accountable. And um, if our children are getting more money per child, um, then they need to explain to us why they can't get our children to read at a, at a um, proficient level. Um, and so I think that if you are a property owner um, and you pay taxes, then you absolutely have some say and you need to show up at those teachers, um, those PTAs, those city council or those um, uh, educational um, mm. meetings. And you re need to really raise a ruckus. Um, exactly. Teachers yep. unions, you know what? Opt out. If they are supposed to be there to do a job and they're not doing it, take your child out of that school. I think this is where um, I can make that happen as a congressional person, work in concert with our governor to make sure that with the surplus um, and the large percent, I think 48% or so of our budget goes to education in this state. Mm. So we can make money allotted for the money that goes to those students, uh, to those teachers unions and to that school system. We can send those to the parents and let those parents choose where to put those kids in school. But if they wanna stay in public, in the public school system, then we need to hold um, those leaders accountable and find out why they can't get our children to where in the proficient aptitude that they need to compete. Absolutely. D d um, so this, is, this was kind of fresh, it just started today. Um, so the CDC, while we're talking about kids right now, the CDC voted to add the COVID uh, uh, mRNA jab to uh, immunization of schedules for children. So now kids have to get the jab to go to school. Like, what do you tell, what do you tell parents? What do you tell parents who don't want their kid just jabbed up with mRNA technology? Like, like what, right. what do you, what do you tell the parents to do? Well, it's not a law, right? And the CDC right. does not mandate or give law. They right. can, what their role is, <laughs> the CDC's <laughs> role is to simply give us the information and make sure it's current right. and as correct as possible. This is what I'm talking about when I talk about government overreach. I, as a parent, make a decision medically as what's best for my child. And so this is why we have a two plus year decline in um, educational competency because we have had this massive government overreach. Now, there are people out there that believe that the CDC has every right to require. They're not lawgivers. They are, they're supposed Absolutely. to just simply supply us with information, make yep. sure it's current, and make sure it's readily available. That's the extent. It's up to the parent to decide what they want to do with their child and to make those medical decisions. So this is a part of the problem. This is why I say you have to learn those platforms and you need parents need options parents need options because if that's a requirement and i as a parent don't agree i need to be able to take my child out of that system and put them into another um and so we need to empower parents to be able to do that absolutely absolutely uh, so, so so in a tweet you said that um <laughs> resource rich communities have less crime <laughs> Uh, yes. How would you fight for more resources uh, in your district and what does that look like? Absolutely. So if you you North Minneapolis has tons and tons of abandoned buildings, if Absolutely. we have a surplus here in Minnesota and we do a massive one, um, 
then we need to build those resources. So if, and, and I think the source of the tweet was, um, you know, if you go to Minnetonka, if you go to Wysata, if you go to White Bear Lake, if you go to Stillwater, any, um, you know, really successful thriving suburb here in Minnesota, they have community centers, they have outlets for sports, they have things for people and parents to do um, and ways to address um, issues and problems. And that's lacking in North Minneapolis. Quite often when when the youth in particular or you see a lot of crime, um, idle hands and idle minds, they're looking for something to get into. And if they don't have those resources, often what they get into is trouble. Um, and so resource rich communities have less crime. So we're able to, if we have resources to address mental health, if we have resources where children can play sports, if we have resources where parents can go for childcare, learning how to um, better their credit and buy homes, um, right. you know, those resource rich communities have less crime because there's ways to address the ongoing social problems. And so that's what I would do. I would make sure that money is allotted in those communities that are in greatest need so that we're seeing a lot less crime and give people outlets. Um, so they're invested in their communities. And when they're invested, they care. When they care, they report crime um, and um, they commit less and they take care of it. We want people to feel like they own their communities. Absolutely. Yeah. We, 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 okay. So we out of time now. So, so before no. we go, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, so before we go, uh, do you want to tell anybody, uh, uh, tell everybody about uh, like any website or any events that you have coming up? I do. Yes. So this coming um, Tuesday, um, Tuesday, the 25th at Shiloh Temple Church in um, North Minneapolis, I will be having a town hall from six to eight. You can go to CicelyDavis.com. That's C-I-C-E-L-Y Davis.com to find out more. And we're also bringing children um, through for Halloween. We're calling it Hallelujah Night at Shiloh Temple as well. Wow. For those yeah. parents who are concerned about um, fentanyl being slipped into their kids' candy, this will be a, a fun and safe place to bring your kids. We'll have games and fun um, and um, clean and fentanyl-free candy. So <laughs> if you go to the website, <laughs> if you go to CicelyDavis.com, you will be able to support and donate, but also find out about those upcoming events. Yes, we, we thank you very much for coming on. We thank we so you so much. Able to do this. And, and and we have to get lunch or do something at some <laughs> point. Will you will, will you will you not busy? Like we 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 have to do yeah. something, okay? I would love that. My treat, yes. gentlemen, for finally having oh, me on. My, my gosh. treat. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much. We appreciate thank you. you. Yeah, have thank a great you. day. Right. Let's okay, win. Too. Let's win yes, Minnesota let's, five. Yes, yes. <laughs>